Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Hello, Fightful 2.0, Faithful 2.0. Welcome, 2.0, to Sour Graps 2.0. I am your host, Alex Pulowski 2.0, and with me, as always, is Kate Hensler 2.0. There it is, baby. It's a it's a new era, and everything's rainbow, including this awesome ring I got that flashes and stuff. I'm wearing this Ooh. all night, just like the 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 logo with the thing that flashes behind everybody. Uh, this will also give you seizures. So if you have if you have epilepsy, please look away from the television. Hey, it's NXT 2.0. We had a wedding. We had a funeral. We have a new logo. I'm trying to represent all of it in one shot. It was difficult, but thanks to the good people of Party City and Burlington Coat Factory, my life was made possible. Guys, look at us, okay? We need your super chats. Please send them in. Please leave a thumbs up on this video so that we have something to be joyful about. Go over to Fightful Select and subscribe. More contract news. All the time. Literally always accurate because Sean rules. Um, Alex, this was this was so much of what we feared and more. Sure was. Uh I am a broken man, everybody. Uh look at me. I've clearly I've clearly crossed a line in, into cartoonish insanity. So so please help us out by hitting hitting the like and subscribe and all that stuff. Uh, and 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 uh, you know, send a super chat so we can read it on the air, and uh, we'll commiserate about you know all your all, everything that <laughs> everything that everything that you feel, which everything. hopefully is something that we feel, which is a, a mixture of 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 panic, uh, rage, and just crippling depression. But <laughs> uh, we should just start with some of these super chats that are already in here. I don't want to I don't want to lose them. Um, okay, 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 okay. Um, <clears throat> it looked like uh, elevation, but white. Uh, <laughs> it it, it kind of it kind of did. So, uh, Mike Bravancha, uh, yeah, yeah, it did. It looked kind of like that. There's a there's there was a dis- a distinct Nickelodeon game show feel to what the oh, yeah. crowd looked like. I thought it was double dare. I thought. Mark Sanders was going to come out. It was nice that you could see the crowd. I did not need them to um, look like my crown slash your wig slash your ring. Um, 
Yeah, no, I was expecting like a giant nose filled with slime and someone to reach up and pull the flag down. This was this was double dare to me. And uh, maybe someone won a CD player at some point. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I I I I don't know. It's one of those things where I'm I, I'm willing to be proven wrong over the next several months. Uh, it, it doesn't look like I will be, but um, uh, it, it's it, there's a lot of I'm seeing of like it's just different, and you hate that it's different. Well, I I do hate that it's different, but I I also kind of hate the the direction we're going with. Hey, dude, who we've really never seen before gets his first match, which is a title match. Like stuff like that has me wondering uh boris niznovich says wtf was that clown show uh the wedding was 10 out of 10 well we'll talk about the wedding the wedding uh wedding was quite good here's um, the thing right. it's not nxt 2.0 it's raw 2.0 that's how i felt watching this yeah it, it, great yeah. in-ring work terrible booking things that made no sense yeah. Um, uh, Shay Angel X uh, says, uh, well, that show was a show indeed. Funny moments, but overall, just wow. Uh, I, I agree. There were funny moments. There were some good stuff uh, in, peppered in there. And then there was just some WTF. Uh, Ryan Sullivan says, uh, Kate's playing his outfit off as a joke, but I promise you, all <laughs> this is who she truly is on the inside. Well, I kind I, of am. Yeah. I'm kind of like joyful. And colorful, I think, but then like I don't know, pre pre coffee Kate has mm -hmm. this going on. Like right. end of my rope Kate. Yeah. Metal concerts when I was in college, Kate. That's yeah. that that's this girl. Yes. Now I kind of just look like Avril Levine uh got drunk at a bachelorette party. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. We're, we're Can I just also say God yes. bless my parents that don't watch wrestling, but watch literally every post-show I've done, including our two-hour review of a pay-per-view they didn't watch or have any interest in. How do I explain this? You can't. Oh, I can't. And it's they're going to watch. God bless Paul and Kathy Hensler. I love you so much. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad my parents don't watch. Um, <laughs> the Nerd Guru uh, says it was a clown show. Greener than geese shit. I hate it. I hate everything about it. The wedding was cute, but that's not an XT. I hate it. Rip it to shreds, please. Well, you know, we'll we'll call it like we see it, but I feel like you're probably going to be going down that path. Uh, the Niguru says also, oh my God, you two rule. LOL. Thank you. LOL, LOL. Uh, yes, thank you very much. Uh, the nice do. thing was, it wasn't just greener than goose shit. It was greener than goose shit. It was bluer than goose shit. It was pinker than goose yes, shit. It was all oranger things. than goose shit. All things. I, I, I hoped to have some Skittles in the house, uh, but uh, there was none. I do have some Starbursts. That's as close as you're going to get. It's okay. also, it, there's not really a rainbow because there's no... Uh, uh, oranges or yellows. I, I get the reds. Uh, I don't. I don't mess with the oranges and yellows because what am I a scrub? Get that shit out of here. Orange uh, is great. Yellow uh, is trash. Ah, uh, the Orange first is opinion. Fantastic. The first opinion you've ever had that I disagreed with, Kate. <laughs> Underrated. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> James Hipper says it's the poison pixie, Kate Hensler. Yes, it is. It is. That is who she is. Uh, uh, Christian Knight says, I just clicked on the screen. What did I walk into? You walked into 
uh, Ziggy Stardust pres presiding over a funeral uh, attended by the corpse bride. Uh, that's what you walked into. I just clicked the screen. What did I walk into was how I felt about a lot of NXT tonight. So <laughs> synergy, yes. synergy, my friend. Yeah. Uh, who would have thought the sour scraps wouldn't be on select? By the way, subscribe. <laughs> yes, subscribe to Five Will Select. Uh, uh, hey, something really awesome, something really sweet happened on Raw last night. And I will talk about that um uh after the show on, on fifo select i'll talk about how much i love that uh, biggie is the new wwe champion and why if you're really excited about it right now you should probably let it play out because we don't know what's coming down the road but we have a lot a lot a sad sad history of, of things not playing out the way we want um yeah, so we'll we'll see about that. Uh, hold on, make sure I miss. Uh, we, well, we just we did miss some. Well, I don't want to miss any of these super. All these wonderful super chats. They just passed me by real quick. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Da, 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 da. Wow! 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 Uh, okay. Wow. Jeez. So many that I missed. Um, We're really popular when you yeah. dress like this. <laughs> Ken Shiro says that, but Kate uh, Double Dare was actually good. Yeah, it's true. First of all, it was great. Let's call a spade a spade. It was Double Dare was fantastic. All right. Yeah. Mark yeah. Summers has severe OCD, and he was like, "I'm still gonna come out here to this slimy mess." Yeah. Uh, Ian Hunter said, uh, "Don't watch WWE, but after seeing your tweets, had to check in at least show support for Kalex." Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, you shouldn't watch it. You shouldn't watch WWE. I mean, catch, catch some of it, some of it, but it's really not really worth your time. Uh, Asian Joe says, uh, Rocky Horror Picture <laughs> Show reviews the next 2.0, and I'm here for it. Let's do the time, time warp, warp again. Yep. To, uh, well, time warp all the way back to before 2.0. Um, listen, everybody, I want you to know this. I was I was curious because I know I've been hearing that 2.0 jargon for a long time, and I wanted to know how long. It, it goes back all the way uh, to web... 2.0, which was some weird thing that they coined in the late 90s. It was coined in 1999 and didn't and became you popular usage to mean uh, new and improved or uh, or cutting edge in like 2002, 2003. So this is a 20 year old phrase that they are using to seem cool and hip. Um, and like I don't know that that's probably what you wanted to do. Um, Braun Breaker. Is a terrible name, says the intangible one, Cliff Beard. But holy crap, he is basically a clone of young Rick Steiner. So, like father, like son. Yeah! He was supposed to be Rex Steiner, which is great. Which lets you know that's that's who it is. We Oh my god, that's Rick Steiner's kid. Rex Steiner, fantastic. Somewhere they made Bronson into Braun, and then made it Breaker with two Ks. Which is the worst name in the history of naming things. It's Definitely up there. Braun Breaker. How do you is he breaking bronze? Like I'm I'm confused. Is he breaking LeBron James? Like what is I I don't know. I don't know why there's two K's. Is it because in the in this same 90s time we added like extra letters where they didn't need to be? Like I have questions and I don't have answers. Why is there two K's? Because three would be a faux pas. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised um, Vince would catch that, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Sawyer said, didn't watch the show, but I'm here for all of this. Love broken Kalex. Delete. 
delete, delete. <laughs> if you if you if you've somehow um, taped this on on your on your on your DVR, delete, delete, <laughs> delete. <laughs> Just don't. Watch uh... it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're so uh, off the rails tonight. We are. It's gone. We we're yeah. Uh, we already did that one. Thank you very much for that one. Um. Uh, J.W. Pringle says, so not good. If I had to draw a wrestler with no specifics, it would look like Von Wagner. Uh, it Von Wagner does look like a four-year-old draw to, drew a wrestler, and that's that's yeah. what it looks like. Uh, uh, Vince's Vinci, Vinci Max Crazy Fingerets are all over NX 2.0. See, if they called it NX 2.0, I'd be like, okay, at least like you're being clever with the portmanteau. You know what I mean? Like, that's fair. Two words, Just but NXT two point NX, yeah, NXTW. Oh, that NX two. <laughs> That's cool. NX two. Although it's not. Like the original game show thing was a thing, and then there was the weird like pre Sami Zayn era with like Biggie and 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 uh, and Seth Rollins and the Wyatt family for a hot minute. And then they left, and Sami Zayn and Neville, and then Kevin Owens came. Then that began what was NX 2.0. This is NX 3, is what this is. At least, yeah. At, at the very least, yeah. Um, Rogue Scholar says, tune into NXT late. Saw on the answer to all brow. Von Wagner replaced O'Reilly in the title match, and we gave up on the new NXT. Yeah, he's got a very specific look to him i will say that in the face um I, that's all i will say um and, Sorry, and, every time uh, alex moves his crazy ass hair just, just dude bro oh my wow. god uh this this is called wild mm, crazy wig rainbow <laughs> nick wild and crazy wigs <laughs> so I am. Uh, we are two wild and crazy wigs um <laughs> That's an old reference. Zach Barber says Kate looks like blonde Daphne, rest her soul, and Alex looks like white George Clinton. <laughs> yeah, very white. The whitest. The whitest George Clinton. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> some super puns. Do we, do we let it play out? Uh, no. <laughs> no. No. We'll be here. Uh, Quantum Dodd says your outfits are incredible. Incredible work, everyone on team. Hashtag Kalex. Yes, hashtag Kalex. Uh, please use the hashtag Kalex on social media to get everybody talking to get us trending on the media's social. On TikTok, where we will <laughs> be attacking. TikTok. Yeah, I, I put forward some ideas about if you're going to start naming things after after phrases from 20 years ago, then yeah. maybe we should start going 20 years back. You know, like let's let's have um, let's have uh, William Regal only wears jinkos, like those giant friggin' jeans that like that you could you could fit a whole family of of four in. Uh, and then uh, uh, Casey and Caden, they're no longer the TikTok tag team now; they're the Tamagotchi tag team because that's the thing. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, really great stuff from from you know the turn of the century that maybe we should employ if we're gonna go back in if time. They're the Tamagotchi tag team. Can we kill this angle by just like forgetting to feed and clean up yes. their poop? That would yes. be amazing. That's good. Yeah, we know. I forgot to feed it. Now it's dead. <laughs> Teaching children just the way you want about life and death. Emily C says <laughs> so this is the worst NXT I've seen you guys, but we have a new logo. Yeah, we do have a new logo. Uh, it looks like my hat. Um, 
Diamond Mine equals Nightmare Factory 2.0. Well, I don't know. I think I think the Caucasians of Pain have a lot of potential uh, of all the of all the new class Saved by the Bell, the new class that they've got going on tonight. I think I think that uh, that Brutus and Julius uh, do have a lot of a lot of potential. Uh, like you know, if they were allowed to develop over several you know years at the performance center as opposed to throwing into stuff right now we'll see what happens uh in, in the future but uh yeah yeah they're gonna take well first of all i can't believe you forgot about the third brother fred that we invented last week oh, fred fred he's, he's yeah he's still the pc they're gonna take them away from malcolm bivens and make them be more developmentally when they realize they're not ready to do this and then malcolm bivens is just gonna be alone again no, how, how dare you? He's he's got Ivy Nile, who's just a pair of biceps and, then, and, a, and a chain around her neck. She's gonna be big. Um, the champ says I used to put on NXT to go to sleep. <laughs> this no. is the first time I fully watched an episode of NXT and enjoyed it. Wow, look at that. See, good. If you enjoy it, more power to you. If you do, honestly, because this stuff is not going away. Uh, no matter how much Kate and I and everybody else on the internet rip the shit out of it, it's not gonna change. This is what they're going to do. Uh, so if you enjoy it, more power to you. I, I um, This show might not be super enjoyable to you uh, because I don't think we have the same opinion. But, um, yeah, but I will look at us. Well, that's true. I mean, that's come true. on. That's true. Um, I, I, I can say that when things happen that, that, are, that, are, that we believe are good, we will be truthful about it and call it like we see it. That's that's the, that's the thing. 100%. I'll never I'll never just hate on something just to hate on it. And and all of my hate in when I when I critique wrestling is because I want the product to be better. And so that's where I all all my hate comes from a place of love, you guys. Yeah, I also with that too. Um we are we're sour graps. Like this is aggressively fun in that direction, but yeah. there were a lot of things in wrestling that I initially liked, but I became a smarter fan by listening to people who had critical opinions about it. Um, and I became a smarter fan and I started to appreciate other things about wrestling. So um, I don't know how far along you are. That wasn't meant to be insulting in any way, certainly, but um, I got smarter by listening to people that didn't like the same things that I did. And I just had a, I now have a more discerning opinion because of it. But if you were like, I was just entertained by it. Awesome. Like yeah. watch what you like. Don't hate watch stuff. That makes you weird. <laughs> Unless you're being paid to do it. Like Unless I you're being paid to do it. And you like going to party city. <laughs> Shay Angel X with a nice super chat. Thank you very much. Shay. Uh, Von Wagner looks like the love child of Glenn Jacobs and the great Collie. Glenn Collie. Oh, we're going to call him that. Uh, Glenn no Collie. John Dose, uh, stopped watching WWE back in 2012, so I have no connection to NXT, but I love this channel and you all, so here's some money to help your heartache. Oh, thank you, John. Thank, thank you. you. Uh, we love you all out there uh, as well. Uh, Jason PS3 says, the moment Malcolm Bivens said sports entertainment, NXT is truly over. Oh, no. <sighs> it is over. It is over. Yeah, no, it was, uh, especially since especially since he manages the stable of actual wrestlers. Like, I would be fine if, like, somebody else said sports entertainment who was, like, a sports entertainment character. But, yeah. like, he's managing, like, two honest-to-God real amateur wrestlers and Roddy Strong and a woman who is a pair of biceps. Like, like he's... 
he no if anybody's wrestler is there it's them uh so yeah i agree yeah and i just feel like malcolm bivens is like this hasn't been great for him either yet it's newer so yeah, i'm but- i'm I'll let it play out. But like, if you knew Malcolm Bivens as Stokely Hathaway on the Indies and saw what he could do, um, just even like following him on Twitter, he's hilarious and charismatic and amazing. And this just has felt very uh, generic and like guys, guys that need a manager like him, but the bridge has not connected yet. Like if they're like wrestler guys, they should have mouthpiece like Malcolm Bivens, but we just haven't bridged that gap yet. So I'm hoping it gets there, but I, I just want to see Malcolm Bivens utilized consistently and in the right way. True. Uh, Tabo one, Cliff Beard says, Manny Rose went from Sandy at the start of Greece to the end of Greece within a week. Uh, also, we need Dude Love Alex from now on for next few reviews. <laughs> this wig is hot, you guys. I am sweating. I am not taking it off because I commit to the gimmick, but I don't want to wear it every week. Just may- maybe on really special episodes uh, where it's very rainbowy. Um. Yeah. Oh, hold on a second. Uh, it's harder. I will take off sunglasses though, because it makes it much harder to read. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, it was, we have so many super chats. I don't want to miss any of them. Uh, all the way back. Oh my god! Thank you guys I, for sending them in. By the way, the, I, I can't. I can't keep up with them. So if um if <laughs> uh if uh oh okay great uh. That's great. I, I I don't have hold on. I'm gonna look at this. Thank you for, for, for checking this out for me because I we have Luis on board. Thank God. Because yeah. because because this is way more than we normally we have a we have like twelve hundred people watching at once, which is like triple what it used to be before you joined in, Kate. So oh. this is a lot more. Yeah, this is good. So just a peek by the curtain. Luis is one of our incredible moderators who organizes our super chats for us, and now there is a demand for it. Because of what's happening with NXT and because look at me and Alex. Yeah. So thank you guys for sending your support in. And thank you, Luis, for for organizing all of this for us because it it became very necessary across the board. And he does an amazing job. So yes. He's jumping in on this, which is incredible. So thank thank you for that. Yeah, that is that is great. Um uh, and and desperately needed on on a night like tonight. I don't want to miss anybody's super chats. Uh so we're gonna rely on Luis here, but we are gonna start with talk about what happened a couple days ago. Uh, and Samoa Joe relinquishing the NXT title uh, and your thoughts on that when that first came to your <sighs> came across your timeline first of all I thought it sucked <laughs> I was so bummed uh, I thought about the fact that Samoa Joe didn't look like super great in the match that we saw him in and I was hoping it's not a concussion. I don't know. I don't think they said what it was. Uh, there is a conspiracy theorist part of me that was wondering if maybe they're shelving him because uh, this is not what he signed up for when he resigned, and maybe they're going to work out something different. But that's just me being a conspiracy theorist. They said he's going to be back soon, so uh, maybe maybe that'll be the case. But he's someone who's been injury prone his whole career, so if it's I hope it's something that's small because I really, really like him. I It just stinks. Like, I loved a lot of what he was doing. He was kind of the highlight of NXT, I feel like, over the past couple of weeks. I felt like he was the guy to take it off cross. I thought it was heading in a direction that made a lot of sense and actually could transition someone into a new era with what he was doing. 
So it just blows. But then there's like a little like Mark evil voice in my head that was like, is it real? Yeah, I I hate that that WWE turns me in every now and then will turn me into crazy conspiracy dude. Yeah, I hate that about it. Like it, sometimes I, it's right. Sometimes you're some, right with some, those crazy conspiracy some, theories. But thing, sometimes like it doesn't make any sense. Like the idea of, well, gosh, like what happened over the last few weeks since they've been taping episodes? Like what 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 could have happened? Like he was getting physical with people in the ring after he won the match. Like was it something that happened during training? All this stuff because they're always going to keep us in the dark because they never like to tell us the truth. So all that stuff, and I was like this. This this can't be good. Like, and and I thought to myself, well, are they? Is it one of those things of like, is this is this Joe's call? And they got to figure out a way to like make this can't be right. It has to be a real injury. Like, I have to trust Joe yeah. saying that. Like, Joe tells me this. This is not a press release that I'm reading. Joe right. goes to his social media and tells me I have to believe Joe's not lying to me. And that's that's where I came down on it. But. It does suck. Like it yeah, does so really much. suck. Because I love Joe and I really wanted to see him defend the title against somebody like Ciampa. Um, and instead we get this fatal four-way uh for the title as opposed to fatal four-way for the um for, for the content for number one contendership and the the promised women's championship match didn't happen, and I don't think they mentioned it on the show. They didn't I didn't mention, catch it. Like if they 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 had a little uh, like this is who Raquel Gonzalez is, but they didn't have like like the, oh by the way that thing we told you last week was happening this week it's not happening anymore. They didn't do that, which I feel like they owe us. No, I feel like they owe us. There were two things that I wanted to see that didn't happen today. One of them would have been it would have been nice if they acknowledged Daphne, unless I missed that at the very top of the show because I was getting back from a dog walk, but I don't think so. Um, I, it would have been nice if they did that. Pretty much every other promotion has. Uh, maybe they felt weird about having a rainbow and doing a 10 bell salute, but things that you need to think about, I guess. Um, and the other thing was, yeah, just I didn't catch any acknowledgement of the women's championship match being moved or anything that they were doing with it. So I, you know, I actually thought maybe we were going to see the title change hands because I thought maybe Raquel was going to go up and be better than Nia Jax at being Nia Jax. But uh, yeah, I, both of those things not being acknowledged on the show today were kind of weird. Uh, yeah, also kind of weird. Um, we got uh, promos from the four combatants in the Fatal 4-Way uh, with Ciampa saying he's going to be running with Goldie and Pete Dunne saying, um, I've been telling you this whole time that I'm the baddest man in NXT, but I don't care. On Pete Dunne, and that was that was it. And then Kyle O'Reilly, like sixteen years of of waiting for this moment to happen to become NXT champion. You've been waiting to become an NXT champion for sixteen years. I'm pretty sure NXT didn't exist for that long. <laughs> that was odd. Uh, and then LA Knight cuts cuts you know a promo about how Samoa Joe uh, uh, begged off because he knew he was going to have to face LA Knight. And then uh, uh, this this giant. A uh, sack of meat shows up in a, in a, in a tie-dyed uh, singlet, uh, a little goatee, and uh, he's like, "Hi, sir. Uh, I want to let you know that uh, that uh, I, I'm looking to prove myself." And LA Knight, sure, I'll have a match with you, kid, giant kid. Right before I I'm part of a fatal four-way for the for the title. This didn't. Why would you have? He, he could have fought anybody. 
there's a whole bunch of established guys in NXT that Braun Breaker uh, could have could have fought that wasn't one of the dudes in the Fatal Four Way. Especially if you had to have one of those dudes in the Fatal Four Way get pinned by Braun Breaker. Yeah, this was a. Uh... <clears throat> He could have broken so many other people's bronze, really. I, I just like immediately when they did this, once I saw the booking decision, uh, I just was like, well, Vince is in charge now because this makes no sense. <clears throat> I hated everything about it. I didn't like that. I, so I actually liked the pre-tape promos that reminded me of when they were on rain delay at WrestleMania yeah, and they were doing sure. those like roulette ones, which was like the most organic thing they had done all year at that point. Yeah. Um, and, and so I, I did actually kind of like this, especially cause maybe people are tuning in for the first time. You've been hyping this up as a new NXT. Let's give them some context, but let's do it really quickly and just let these guys say their piece and also let the audience get to know them in that time. That makes total sense to me hate the all white ring with all white ropes. I get that. They're just trying to pick up the colors of the lighting in there, but yeah. barf. Yeah. I, the, I was so distracted by the fact that the logo is animated behind them. It, I was so distracted by that. I also have ADD. It's probably not helping, but like I, there would just be motion and it would be so annoying. And then Braun Brickaker's <laughs> gear also matched it. Uh, so before even any of that, I was trying to wrap my head around the acid trip that I was looking at, and the the booking in this was just classic Vince booking, I guess, because it was it made no sense, and people wanted to argue about why it didn't make sense, as if you couldn't have just booked somebody else against Brick Kerr. So I, it makes no sense to make someone look weak going into a fatal four way at all. Yeah, no. Why? On I the same show. It's not even uh, a different episode. I thought Rex Steiner, which is probably what I'm going to try to refer to him as because I have respect for the kid. Like he, like he's, he's got a great like jumping short clothesline like his old man had like a lot of these belly to belly. He looks a lot like his old man's. Like I loved Rick Steiner. I was, I was, I, of, of the two, I was always Rick over Scott. Like that was that was always my thing. I just loved how everything he did was so damn snug. Like I just, it was so great. I was a huge fan of his. And when I heard that his son was at the P, at the PC, I was like, well, if he's anything like his old man, this could be this could be good. But I didn't think they were gonna like hot shot him into the top title picture like right away. Uh, that felt odd. Um, so, but I thought he looked great in this match. Like I love, I love his, I love his finisher. Um, I think he looks great. He looked really, really good, better than I thought he was going to in his first match. Um, and you don't book him to beat LA Knight, who's one of the four guys who's challenging for the for the title later. You you put you ha anybody else, anybody else would be fine. Like anybody else that wasn't also in the four, Fatal Four Way would have been fine here. I don't understand their obsession with doing things like this, of making, of pinning champions, of making contenders look weak that are wrestling later in the show. It just makes no sense. The alternative would be book him against like literally anyone else. Uh, and you're right. It's kind of annoying because I thought he did. I'm just going to call him Steiner. I thought Steiner did look good and they should have kept his name in there instead of changing it to Brooker. Um, And, I don't even feel like I get to appreciate that because uh, a 
skittles that barfed were distracting me and the booking was so bad i didn't i feel like i completely didn't even care that he's actually pretty good in the ring and we got to see something kind of exciting out of him so this was a disastrous start to a disastrous night alex yeah yeah <laughs> rob reed says that bronson got mckillicuddied uh yeah th there's no there's no need to give him a crazy name like uh yeah that's that's bad um, and then uh, Douglas Page says the LA Knight got done dirty twice, not cool. My hypothetical is this I think LA Knight is getting drafted on October 1st or October 4th. I don't think we ever see him in NXT again. I think he went out on his back twice in the same episode, but I think he's 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 like I said, he's got main roster written all over him. Uh, I think that he can get drafted on, on one of those nights. Uh, he's gonna be the veteraniest veteran. He went out on his back twice in the same episode. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. <laughs> um, we have so many super chats. I'm gonna try. And, I'm trying to get through them. Um, uh, the intangible one, Cliff Beard says, "Super chat is for Norm McDonald." R.I.P. Yeah, uh, that was a that was a that was a blow. That sucks. Uh, that was yeah. Thank you. Thank you, everybody who sent me. Super chats saying to check my DMs for Luis. And I did, and thank you very much, eight one three car guy and some stupid punk who spent money to make my job go easier tonight. Thank you so much. That was so nice. We are um, never checking DMs again. We're just gonna make money. Yeah, just be good. like, oh, we completely forgot we have Luis today. <laughs> um, uh, uh, some stupid punk uh sent uh uh uh. Uh, that uh, another two dollars. Thank you so much. Um, and then uh, Psychop is better. Wolverine said, "Wild and Crazy Kids is better than Double Dare." I mean, I was always a guts guy, uh, but that's just me. Well, I mean, do you have it? <laughs> I've every. I, do you do you do you have to ask? I've got it in spades. Do, do, I mean, do, do you have it? Guts. guts. I was, if we're just going in general and not choosing between the two, Legends of the Hidden Temple was goat for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, so just like Kevin says that new in-studio AEW Dark is now the real uh, competition. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. Like, this is basically their studio show. Like, it feels like a studio show now. Like, it doesn't feel like, like... It was always kind of because it was always in the same full sale. Was always the same place. They didn't tour with it. Sure. But this now feels like a studio show to me. That was like the part that felt cool, and then I realized like, but the cool thing about a studio show is that they don't do backstage stuff, which they're still gonna do. Like a to me, the beauty of like what NWA is doing now, or any of like the old school wrestling type stuff, was like promo, promo. We're at a podium, wrestling. Like yeah. not the, it, it wasn't like conspicuously there's a camera to catch this backstage stuff, which we're still going to get a ton of like, so I think um, it definitely felt way more like a studio setup, but I don't think it's going to have the same purity that maybe other studio setups have had before. Yeah. Uh, Trent Hill says uh, NXT, ex instead of NXT 2.0, it's NXT explosion at the Crayola factory. Uh, that's good. <laughs> Uh, William Banta uh, said uh, that my Tuesdays just got freed up. I feel like I lost a friend. Goodbye, NXT. I loved you so. Yeah, uh, I feel like there's a lot of people who feel that way. Like, it's it, it's been a slow decline, but there was, like, there was that really hot period where it was the best wrestling in the world, it felt like. Uh, sure. And there was it was a there was a small enough audience that felt very insular, and it was like it was just for you. And now... Uh, yeah, it feels like a, it feels like 
a, a, a beloved friend is gone. But you, even if you don't watch Tuesdays, the show, you should still tune in and watch us because you never know what the hell we're going to do, uh, as evidenced by us. Uh, <laughs> Flim Flam Mandrew says, this show is a disaster in all the best ways. Big fan. Uh, yes, obviously we're talking about uh, me, uh, us. We are the we are the disaster. Uh, we are natural we are, disasters. <laughs> we are the natural disasters. Ali Cease says more like a two point oh no. That's good. I like. I I'll, I love me some puns. Two point um, no. Yeah. Uh, Carlos Martinez says, uh, yeah, Vince, because because all we wanted was a fourth and fifth hour of Raw. Hate NXT point oh two. My condolences, guys. Team Kalex, uh, but this is terrible. Yeah, uh, yeah. Justin Dolan says uh, this show belongs on a Saturday morning. Except I'd rather watch 1991 WWF Wrestling Challenge instead. And uh, Kevin Schnur uh, says the jarring juxtaposition between the new and original NXT talent really struck me at times, and not in a good way. Imperium looked so out of place, which brings us to our next match, I believe. Um. Right? That was the next one? Yeah. Um, Imperium versus Briggs and Jensen. In, and it says JB and BJ because it's Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen. And I said, if you have these two yahoos go over Imperium, I swear to God. And thankfully they didn't. But these these are a couple of yahoos uh, or yahoos even. They're even yahoos because they cut their little their inset promo where it was just like woo doggies we love to fight because you love you you want to fight well, we're fighters and it was just like uh, you are just everything i don't want you 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 know what you guys are you guys are that ridiculous song they play on the applebee's ads now well it's fancy night on the date night and play another smario shake and i'm like no don't want that Alex, don't want that for like four weeks i've been arguing with people who have been trying to tell me that Applebee's and Cheesecake Factory are fancy dates. I'm not saying I'm too bougie to go there. I'm saying it's not a fancy date. So I'm glad you brought up that song because that's what started all of this. And our own dude, Felice, has been after me about this. And it's, I'm not saying I'm too good to go there. I'm down for a two for 22 situation pretty much any time, but not like, Sweetheart, it's our anniversary. Let's go to Applebee's. Get out of town and take a bus. No, thank you. So I'm glad that I got to clear the air with you. But that's exactly what these guys are. They're the guys that think that Applebee's is a fancy date. And your impression of them sounded a little like Cameron Grimes, but not as entertaining as Cameron Grimes. They are... They are... I hate so much about what you choose to be, as Michael Scott would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, that's very true. Um, and and they didn't they didn't look particularly great. And Imperium is is like fantastic. Like those two guys are great. Uh, so you 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 gotta really bring it in a in a match with those two guys. Um, and they're they're young and they shouldn't be in this in this spot yet. Like no. they should they should have they should be not be brought out with their own titantron and stuff like they should be the jobbiest jobbers over job the job for their first few matches get some sea legs under them and then you start building them this just felt like you know they they were they were put in over their heads um so, and to your point and the point of that super chat like there's a difference between established talent putting over green talent 
And then there's green that's just not ready to be on television yet. So like you see this in AEW all the time. I actually feel like it happened with Will Hobbs. He did not look good the other day against Dante Martin, who's young. So maybe not the best example, but there's a difference between people who are ready and like heating up working with established talent. And then there's people who just aren't ready. These guys just aren't ready. And Imperium does kind of feel out of place in, in this episode. I don't know what I would have substituted because I try to be substantial with my criticisms, what I would have substituted here, because I don't know if I would have booked Imperium for this episode of NXT. Like, I, I don't know, man, maybe something with like hit row or, or something, but this, this wasn't it for me. Yeah. I don't know what this particular segment accomplished because yeah, or why it was happening, but I also yeah. was giving forgiveness for that because it's a brand new era, right? I'm not going right. to get like two on you for not having established stories when yeah. this is brand new. Right. Uh, we got, uh, I don't actually have who wrote this one, but uh, uh, thank you for the super chat. It's a very generous one. Uh, NXT has been sale and boringly safe for the most part for a long time outside of takeovers. It needed a shakeup, new faces, and more personality. The lack of truly excellent shows bled away interest. Everything you say in that super chat is true. I do not personally think the remedy for any of that was this. Was this, Yep. I, I think you're right. There was a lot of things trending badly for NXT. The remedy to that cannot be this. literally just throwing paint at the wall. Like it just that. And, and also here's this guy you've never seen before. He gets a title shot like that. That can't, I, I don't think can be the, can be the um, remedy the for that. The whole thing to me kind of went to shit when they, decided this was developmental but also uh an equal brand but it wasn't because they were still referring to people as being called up like if you wanted the indie darling brand that means that you don't have finn balor on the main roster kind of ever or or things like that like if you wanted a third established voice an alternative in your program there was ways to do that that could have been great and it could have given fans like alex and i exactly what they wanted. And there were a lot of weeks too, where I felt like NXT had a stronger show than AEW or whatever, if they were trying to compare indie glorified products to each other or whatever. So um, I'm with you and that it did need a refresh, but I think the refresh would have been get back to the roots of where you were instead of this. If that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Uh, the new guru says uh, that he will only acknowledge the 2.0 that is fighting Eddie and Mox tomorrow. Uh, I bet there are people who think Adam Cole chose wrong. Those people exist. Imagine that. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I can't imagine what, what, where Adam Cole fits into this. Uh, so yeah, that's probably, he probably made the best decision. Uh, well, didn't they leak plans that he was going to be Keith? Well, Lee's no, 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 no. If, if, if he had been in NXT still, like, I mean, oh. he's gonna, yeah. if he's, he was going to go to the main roster, but if like, he's going to be around here, like what, what is there for him to do? Uh, some super punk. Says that NXT is trying to copy AEW. Uh, uh, those those colors from the very beginning of AEW with all those bright colors they did in those promos and stuff. And now 2.0. Yeah, I wonder if like is there anything to them like hating that these guys that they buried to be like just comedy chumps uh, are now like getting over like seriously on the other show 
as 2.0 and like now they can't use the name because we stole it we stole it it's our show now like i i don't know i'm this is why i think the worst of everything (laughs) i mean but here's the thing like my conspiracy theory from before and you thinking that is because there are examples of them being that petty all over the place so it's not like you just made up this narrative they have a history of doing stuff like that i don't think that was the case because colors and 2.0 feel very much like they're just stuck in the 90s like both of those things so i i think they just thought that was like a cool way to refresh stuff but now that you said web 2.0 i'm thinking about like when i was in like sixth grade and netscape 2.0 was a thing and like all of these all of these 2.0 things 2.0 uh 1914 uh has a, a differing opinion uh, 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 thus, this NXT reminds me of when Big E had the NXT title. It was pretty good to me. Give it a chance. I think the difference there is that uh, the NX- NXT then uh, did not have the several years preceding it that this NXT has. Like, it yeah. feels like you're jumping back in time and disregarding th- those times when, I when again, when it was the hottest product in wrestling. Uh, and it's hard to, you know... To, to for me to 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 judge them concurrently considering that particular thing. Um, uh, Tyrone Kid says just finished watching NXT 2.0. Two things: one, didn't know they watched AEW. Two, this would be better on the network, not USA. That's very true. Um, it, it does feel more like a network thing, and I wonder if USA feels like it's more of a network thing. Like we're not gonna renew this. Thanks though. You know? Yeah, when they started doing like the taped episodes, I was like, maybe they're just trying to get out of their TV contract at this point. But yeah, if you didn't know that WWE watched AEW, here's a good hint. SmackDown was actually great this week, and they gave people what they wanted in a Biggie Langston champion. That is a direct reaction to what happened all, all out, them getting a 1.3 million rating and beating Raw in the mm-hmm. demographic. That is completely what that is because the rest of the time it's just been lazy. So they're absolutely watching the product. It's absolutely competition. Don't let what they say fool you in that regard. But but yeah, I'm, I'm fully with you on that, Alex. There's a uh, Hit Row promo where they hyping up B-Fab for her first match. Uh, I like the way they all like put her over. I love her sitting there in the chair putting on rings that don't uh, sparkle. Uh, but like, uh, I thought that was really cool, except for they got her into the ring. And the first thing she does when she gets in the ring is dramatically take off all the rings she just put on. <laughs> I was like, I thought you were going to wrestle with the rings. Like it was kind of like a, you know, like a, like a, a hidden brass knuckles thing, but like to That's put them I all on just to take them all off feels like uh, an inefficient use of time. Uh, and she is uh, facing uh, uh, Katrina Cortez, who was once Catalina on the main roster when she was teaming up with, uh, oh God, what the hell was his name? The 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 luchador who botched everything, uh, Sin Cara. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Sin Cara. That's how I remember you. Um, yeah. But they they gave him a little partner to like to like do mixed tags with when he was feuding with Andrade, uh, and it didn't go over well, and she was gone almost immediately. But now she, here she is. She's Katrina Cortez now, and she lost to, to B Fab, uh, who. I didn't think this match looked all that great. What do you think about this thing? Yeah, it looked like 
it looked developmental. I'll put it that way. So yeah. I really did like the promo as well. The only thing I didn't like about it was him, when he was like, B stands for beautiful. And I was like, no, her name's Brianna. It stands for Brianna. And while she is beautiful, they could have even said like B stands for badass or whatever. Yeah. Like I was kind of like, don't need it. But that's like super nitpicking, but that's what I'm here to do. Right. The rings thing I immediately picked up on. And the first thing I thought of, it was like, I put them on to then just go take them off. It reminded me of when Bray Wyatt used to light his lantern and then blow it out at the end of the ramp. I was like, it's so cool that he does it, well, but you so know, unnecessary. He he had to have it. Otherwise, he would trip over something on the ramp going down. Once he got to the ringside, then he then he knew the lights were going to come up. That's why he blew it out. That's actually pretty pretty well justified, though. Lighting is something they have control over. But I, yeah, I like yeah, no, no. There's at least like a, a moment there. Um, he was trying to be spooky. That's what he was doing. Yeah. So, yeah. Spooky, like the dead bride that I am. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they just, they both looked green. They both looked like they hadn't worked together before. And they both looked like they haven't done a ton of this before. So <clears throat> this felt very developmental to me. It felt like, <clears throat> yeah, it felt like something you might see on like an AEW dark yeah, um, I mean, she, she her finisher is the Rude Awakening, which uh, Katrina took like a badass. Yeah, she did. Re real bad. Uh, I love the Rude Awakening neckbreaker. I, I, it's a, it's it looks like it breaks somebody's neck, and I and I I think yes. that's probably what she do. So then she cuts a promo saying that you thought I couldn't do this because because I hadn't done it yet. No, we all do this, uh, which is great because they happen to have another faction they're feuding with that also has a girl now. So they come out. And uh, they back and forth, and uh, Electra Lopez says, next time I won't need a pipe to beat you down. Uh, and uh, I love the beef. I was like, you know, I'm I'm all warm now. Like, I just did this, but I'm not tired. So if you want to come now, uh, I thought that was good. I love this feud continuing. Yeah. These, these two acts are wonderful. Uh, they're going to be watered down and ruined eventually. But for now, I'm looking forward to more between these two. Yeah, and I think... Electra Lopez and her might have a, a better showing. I just feel like there's so, just something more there, a little bit more meat on the bone. And I also loved the, uh, the yeah, I won't need a pipe to shut you up line. And it just felt very, I love BFAP as a personality. So I hope I, I like her in the ring eventually too. But I loved how organic it felt. Cause you see baby faces do that all the time. And then heels are too cowardly to face you. But the way she delivered that just felt very like, I'm like, I'm good right now. If you want to go. Like, and she did a really, really good job delivering that. And it wasn't like a, I'm ready right now. Kind of thing. It was just like, you want to go, let's go. Which seems like her personality. So I also very much appreciated that. And I love hit row. I really hope this yeah. is the last thing that gets ruined. <laughs> First thing. Um, first thing. First thing. Um, going back to uh, the Imperium versus Briggs and Jensen match, uh, they should have named one of the new guys Turd Ferguson in honor of Norm. Um, uh, it's, it's true. They should have. Uh, uh, if anyone, uh, Raya Breed says, uh, if anyone questioned whether this edict was real or not, just listen to commentary. Look how big and young they are. <laughs> They're so big and so young. Uh, and Ryan Sullivan says that Kate is a liar and a snob. She not only expects the fanciest on fancy pla uh, fancy places, she doesn't even pretend to go for the check. Just awful. Ryan Sullivan <laughs> is my dear co-host at the Mark Order podcast, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he's rude. And mm -hmm. if he 
thought back to about four weeks ago, he would know that I'm perfectly fine with ROH chicken tenders at the ECW arena. So suck it, Ryan. But what I should have done was leaned into that and gotten some free steaks from people. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, uh, Sawyer uh, says- how fancy of a person I am. Look, look at me. Look how fancy she is. She's so fancy, you guys. Uh, uh, Sawyer uh, says instead of NXT 2.0, they should call it NXT Ever Rise. Uh, uh, agree. <laughs> That's very good. Uh, okay, so 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 we so many uh, super chats. Um, so uh, <clears throat> da, 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 da. Uh, Chris Robinson says, I am saddened that this new version of NXT is here, seeing that it was NXT that brought me back to WWE programming and I loved it. I will always have Walter versus Dragonov and the network. Uh, yeah, and Walter versus Pete Dunn, and you know what I mean, like the. The history of it's probably not going anywhere. Oh, that's the, that's the thing. It's like you, you go back and watch the takeovers from like 2016, 2017. They're like outstanding. All, every one of them. So, so, timeless. so good. Yeah. Absolutely timeless. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the intangible one, Cliff Beard, says this new NXT feels like Vince finally saw the flying Nyan cat gif. Uh, I... <laughs> I don't don't know what that is. Uh, also, uh, Kyle O'Reilly getting called up to become Keith Lee's new manager. <laughs> Please say it ain't so. Uh, but you, you never know. Um, uh, <laughs> Zach Barber uh, says that this show might have been more interesting if uh, if a temple guard randomly jumped out on somebody. <laughs> that's so true what that's if instead good. of for the relinquished title like nobody had to fight but they had to assemble the brass monkey that for some reason even though it's three very obvious pieces nobody ever could on that show that should have been a stipulation in the match yeah that's, that's very true uh instead of nxt 2.0 cliff beard says we should call it nxt unicorn puke that's good that's good uh and knock bogan uh says that uh he's late to the stream uh, he says, I usually lurk, but I got to send you a super chat for the levels of commitment you both provided in the wardrobe. Well, thank oh. you so much, Mr. Bogan. That's thank so nice. Uh, that's very good. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> some stupid <laughs> punk says, hashtag free steaks for Alexa Bliss's cousin, Kate. Hashtag Kalex. Uh, that's very thank good. You. Uh, when I put uh, on the black lipstick, I was like, I'm like two pigtails and a weird ass doll away. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, uh, Matthew Ledesma says, uh, that Kate is basically Alexa, play my chemical romance, Helena, <laughs> and uh, that's good, I like that a lot. That's good. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Evans says that he came out to the party too, but he saw a mound mountain rock and Laurel Van Ness hosting the show instead of Kalex. Is it too gate for you guys to ask to review AW Dark instead? I, I I don't I, I I don't know I don't know how I don't know where where this is going we're we're along for the ride people. Um, Mark Losper says uh, it's one p.m. in Australia and his day has been garbage. I'm sorry about that, Mark. Oh. Tune in and I see Kate in a wedding funeral combo and Alex with that hair. The day saving has begun. We oh. save days. That's what we do here on hashtag Team Kalex. We save Sa days. Day savers. Daylight savings time is our our finisher. <laughs> We're saving days. We're, we're saving days. Um, so okay, so um there was a uh, uh oh so there was a, a backstage, they're all getting ready 
for, for the, the for the 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 groomsmen are all getting ready um for for this thing and um Dexter Loomis is there uh they're not dressed up just tuxedos they're dressed up in in Henley shirts uh with with you know button collars and black gloves uh someone knocks on the door and it's Austin Theory he's back he ran away but he came back because he never debuted on Raw that was weird <laughs> um uh he says I did run away I love it Johnny goes I thought you ran away and Austin said I did run away but I'll never miss this wedding. Um, <laughs> but I also brought it, brought it, brought a guest because you can't have a wedding without a priest. Hold on, they... hold on, wait one second. Let's get this branding off of here. Where is Alex... your multicolored whatever, Alex Palowski? I know you've been the main eventer on this program for a very long time, and yes. people think they know me, but you don't know me. I'm not Sean Ross Sapp. I am showing up generic as hell unannounced and now you will forget everything you've ever known me as i am now rock hard eric shins and i am main eventing this show that's what's going on that's good kate showed up and attacked the main eventer who has been pushed on this show for years yeah and all of a sudden she wants to take over no rock hard eric shins has it oh uh, never mind i'm getting pinned and A nice microcosm of, of the, uh, the, uh, that made the more sense. What Sean just did made That's more true. sense than what happened on, on NXT today, because at least Sean is, I mean, our boss for one and has co-hosted with us before. And yeah. there's like, I don't know. We have, we've got like a chemistry, like, man, I mean, I guess the entire name change of Sean Ross Sapp is, yeah. is, or the formerly known as Sean Ross Sapp. Rock uh, hard Eric Shins. Rock hard Eric Shins. Yeah, it's true. Um, If he's still listening or watching, yeah, you're going to have to go ahead and change your Twitter handle to that or your Twitter <laughs> bio, like right now. Ah. Thank uh, you. If anyway, we're doing this, yeah, that's the least you could do, Sean. Commit to the bit. At, le at least, like, wear some, get, get your shins rock hard. Uh, yeah, you didn't even show us our shins. Sean, or Eric, get back in here. <laughs> show us show your shins. Us your shins. Uh, shins, 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 holy shins, holy, holy shins. shins, holy shins. Okay, so Damian Priest is randomly backstage with all with all the groomsmen, but he's never actually at the wedding. Like Austin Theory brought him in because he's a priest to present the wedding, and I thought he was going to, but they didn't. They didn't do that. He was just he was just there for no reason. So hey. Great. It's like one of those weird crossover episodes where there's a cameo from a some other show on the network. That was that was odd. Um but I, I just want to call out that we do have Sean Rossap, who I don't know who that is, because I only know of hard mm -hmm. hard Eric shit rock hard Eric Shins. Um look, if you want your statement or question read on air, you have to super chat us. That's True. how this works. So That's maybe you're works. not familiar because again, we don't know who you are. No, I have no are. context for your existence, but this Sean Ross Sapp fella, if if that's what you're trying to do is, is get on air, you're going to need to go ahead and super chat us. Hey, leave us a thumbs up. Eric. Listen, listen, listen. I know you all weren't prepared for the stiff competition. <laughs> Rock hard Eric shins, but I know I said I was generic, but it's a new era. Show us the shit. Oh! oh, those are some really good shins. Those are some great, colorful, beautiful shins that fit right in. With My exactly. shins are so calcified. 
<laughs> from all the vitamin D. They fit right in here at Sour Graphs 2.0. <sighs> Eric Shins, tell us more about you in a very organic, <laughs> not at all staged promo right now. Well, I mean, if, there, if there's one thing that gets Eric Shins excited, it's love. And there was plenty of it on tonight's show. Uh, a, a lot of people just, just get in that ring and they just bang, bang, bang. And they think that's what, what gets Eric Shins hard. That, I mean, whoa, whoa. Anyway, uh, so Carmelo <laughs> Hayes comes out. And he's got his little portfolio with him. I thought he was going to like. I believe you're just going to no-sell that. I'm can... no-selling it. Moving on. Because we, we're we we're an hour into this thing. And we're like 40 minutes into the episode of, of NXT. And we've got 100 Super Chats to read. So uh, Carmelo Hayes comes out. And, and he he has his little folder with him. I thought he was going to cash in and like, be, come, like make it a fatal five-way or something. But uh, nope. Um, but he's got a he's got a friend with him, like a, a hanger on Trick Williams, who's got abs, and they they cut a promo. And Carmelo Hayes is like, um, everyone's I, I got a target on my back, and I was like, is this the thing with like whoever holds the contract gets the gets the gets the match, like the thing they established with as long as you sign the contract, you get the match, John Cena. Is that what they're like? I don't. I don't know why he's got a target on his back if he's got the the, the folder, whatever. So now I need somebody who's going to watch my back, and that's Trick Williams. Uh, and Trick, he takes the mic, and he's like, um, he's not grabbing the mic yet. Uh, but he says, uh, "Who's this new humble Hayes? We used to be bout it, bout it. We were, we were bout it, bout it. We used to take names. You're right," says Kamala Hayes. No, we're holding back. It's too hard to be this good and this humble. So your your overdog thing, he's yeah. he's now a heel, uh, and he turned heel I think by healing on a heel because as they're leaving, uh, uh, Duke Hudson comes out for his scheduled match against nobody, uh, and because they never that never happened and nobody else came out, uh, but a tr he 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 goes like, hey, you, you know you got lucky against me in the in the tournament. And he walks on, and Trick Williams is like, you got to let him talk to you like that? And so they beat him down with some really bad little kicks. Um, and and then, you know, they they beat up Duke Hudson. So now Carmelo Hayes is a heel, I guess. And he's got he's got a heavy who's not that heavy. Looks maybe yeah. 220 pounds. And, 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 and there you go. We got this new Carmelo Hayes for the two-point. It's Carmelo 2.0. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I. I always feel like these guys who, who have amazing movesets should be allowed to be crowd pleasers, at least for a bit. I hated everything to do with this. Yeah. He has never been humble in his entire existence on NXT. Uh. Vince McMahon clearly found out that Carmelo Anthony was a basketball player because they kept making all these references to him, like not missing or whatever. Yeah. Like I, this, he doesn't need muscle. This guy isn't that muscular. I, he was, he kept talking about how his punchlines always hit. And I felt like none of them hit. I felt like Carmelo Hayes didn't need that. Um, I, I did not like anything, anything to do with this. Unfortunately, I did. It, it just made no sense in the new universe and it made no sense in the old universe and nothing in between. So I found this very frustrating and I agree with you that like, he feels more like a natural face than a forced heel 
that like people want to root for that guy. That guy's great. <laughs> like he is great. Uh, and this fella is not um, the the heater that he needs. Nope. And he's not like he called himself an overdog, and now you're telling me that he's he's been too humble. Yeah, too it's humble. Like, dude, you just came in, you won a tournament. The whole thing was that you were like on the edge of cocky this whole time, and now he's now that he's won it, he's being humble. Yeah. Like, no, it did yeah. not work. Nothing yeah. about this worked for me. No. Um, also, none of this works. Like beating down Duke Hudson doesn't work either for me because Duke Hudson, I think, is really special. Uh, and they're not letting him be special. I mean, he's he's generic in a really special way. Like he's six foot five, and he's and he's the he's the right size, and, but he can talk. He can really talk, which is a lot different than these other big dudes they've got on this though. But he is like over thirty, so therefore well, he, he can't. Like, imagine if this was just a segment between Duke Hudson and Carmelo Hayes, and then they had a skirmish. That would have been great. Yeah. Like, but I guess you know what. It's like you need to introduce this heater, and LA Knight had already been on screen twice. You can't have it against him. Anyway, um, so uh, JC, JC Jane and Gigi Dolan are backstage uh, talking to Mandy Rose, uh, but we can't see her face because she's wearing a hood. You you look so good. This is the real. This is the new Mandy Rose. You're so different now. This is Mandy Rose 2.0. They don't say that, but that's what they mean. Um, and then they have a match uh, against uh, Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter, the TikTok tag team, the Tamakachi tag team. Um, right. And um, and who cares? And then uh, Mandy Rose runs out and breaks up the thing. Uh, and uh, she, her the new Mandy Rose is just that she's brunette, and now she shops at Hot Topic. Like that's like that's it. There's there's nothing else different about her. But okay, great. Well, let's see where this goes. Um, but uh, hey, they, they they beat down Casey and Caden, and then um, uh, 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 Saray comes out to stop it, and we go to commercial. And I wonder what's gonna happen after we go to commercial. Will it be an impromptu six woman tag? I don't know. Of course not. Why would you think that? Yeah, uh, so Teddy then... Long was here. We didn't even know it. That's <laughs> so true. Uh, so then that happens. Uh, and actually, I thought the six woman tag was pretty good. Uh, and, uh, Mandy Rose, uh, looks for, I, I, I'm interested in seeing this version of her because the other ones haven't worked. Maybe this one will. Let's see. So the only thing that I found even remotely interesting about this was, uh, it wasn't the ringleader getting the other people to go along with her. It was the reverse, which I think yeah. is kind of cool because they're the more unique ones in yeah. this. And also in a numbers game situation, it kind of should swing that way. And we don't see that story told a lot. Uh, I was verbatim about to say something that just got commented, which is that hair color is not a character though. So uh, <laughs> like verbatim, the words coming out of my mouth. And I just, uh, I just don't have faith that this is going to go somewhere positive. She looks great. Mandy Rose is, you could shave her head and she would look beautiful. Uh, but yeah, I guess this is this is the plastics getting a hold of Regina George and not the other way around. But I that's that's cool. I'm willing to at least lean into that because it's not something that we see a bunch. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's, Mandy Rose as one of the girls who smokes behind the bleachers during third period is different Mandy Rose, I suppose. So well Mandy Rose, I suppose. So I guess we'll we'll see what happens there. Um, Sean Blanford said, uh, "Kalex four to win." 
uh, F F T W. That's what that means, right? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, I'm old. If the third biggest headline from your reboot show is Mandy Rose got brown hair now, then you know you got problems. Uh, this felt like a show written on the fly, but Champa has Goldie back, so yay. Apparently, it was a show written on the fly. Like, they ripped up the script and did everything different about it all day long because Kevin Dunn was there, so they had to do something different. Um, but they had they taped for three weeks no 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 they're not allowed to write more than four hours in advance it's not they're not allowed to do that uh it's a, a, a new edict um <laughs> uh carmelo carmelo uh, they, uh mark lost we can call him carmel 2.0 got him thank you mark for that. <laughs> got him uh then well is a um uh, Ricardo El Idolo says well, that we look like anime characters. This is true. Uh, Eight one three Car Guy says that I look like Joey Janela if he was on NXT. Well, I, <laughs> with, with that, with the with the shades, probably. Um, uh, Alan Marks says that uh, uh, that I look like I'm down on Fraggle Rock. Down yeah. on Fraggle Rock. <clears throat> uh, that's good. Uh, Mike Preventure uh, says that this is the Met Gala 2.0 review. <laughs> yeah, it is true. It, my 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 outfit is uniquely American. Yeah, Met Gala because uh, we're fancier than Applebee's. That's right. Uh, Ricardo Alito says uh, hashtag Kalex outfits rule. Take my money. We will. Thank you. We will take your money. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, Aiden O'Donnell uh, says uh, he doesn't have much to say as NXT 2.0 has soured me. On my once beloved brand, so I'll just put you guys over instead. Hashtag Aww. Team Kalex forever. Thank, Thank you. Much. Thank you so much. Um, so we were worried that uh, with Drake Maverick on on Raw now as the mastermind of all the challengers for the twenty four seven brand, who's drawing up like strategies for how to corral Reginald or Reggie. Now I'm sorry, he's not French. Um, we thought he was gone from NXT. Little did we know he's still there, uh, playing a completely different character. Uh, not that guy at all. Just this guy who gets beat uh, beat up by Rich Holland, uh, who uh, who's got cocky with him. So that's nice, I guess. That is the thing that happened. That is the thing that happened, and he's with out there with Grayson Waller, who just gets to stand there. So I guess that tag team will learn how to coexist at some point. I suppose uh, I don't. I, as far as I know, uh, that's that's everything. Uh, it's just a, it's Rich Holland beating the hell out of Drake Maverick. So uh, let it oh. play out. Yeah, I, I, forgot, <laughs> I forgot about that. I should have done that. Um, God, Alex. Yeah, it's my that's my that's my fault. Um, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so here here we have uh, my favorite thing from this episode. Uh, only because uh, it 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 is <laughs> it, it allows me to do a new voice every week. Um, uh, Tony D'Angelo is a thing. Uh, he, he have him walking by the famous Chicago Theater. The only reason that they use that particular theater is so that it says Chicago in it, and you obviously know that's where he is in Chicago. Uh, they did the same thing for the Perfect Strangers opening where Balky and Larry bounded up the, the stairs and ran into a theater that said Chicago in it. That way you know they're in Chicago. But anyway, oh uh, he's from Chicago. His whole family's from Chicago, but he speaks with a New York accent because, of course, he does. 
Um, he says, uh, hey, my whole family's in the uh, waste management over here. So, you know, I think a lot of there's a lot of these Italian stereotypes going around, and I don't like that very much. Gabagool. So anyway, I'm here. I've got this background in amateur wrestling, and I went over to uh, the Buffalo College, uh, Buffalo University of Buffalo over there. And uh, but uh, my family says, "Hey, Tony, you know there's no money in amateur wrestling, right? All the money is in NXT." And I want to let Tony know that I don't know what the hell kind of mob your your family is in, but if there's more money in NXT than there is in the mob, then your family's not very mobbed up. I, 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 cause I, no, they don't, they don't pay new guys in NXT that well. So I, I feel like the money isn't in NXT, but, um, but I'm going to love doing this voice over here every week because this is who Tony D'Angelo is. You mean Enzo Amore? You know what? No, no. Enzo Amore is this. My name is Enzo Amore. Very different than my name is Tony D'Angelo. Because that's basically he's 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 Joe Pesci. That's who this guy is. Like 2.0. I don't know. I felt like I felt like not Steiner at the beginning, much better in the ring, but felt very Mojo Rally, and this felt very Enzo to me. I didn't like it. I also noticed the Chicago versus New York situation that was happening. I did not think of Perfect Strangers, and I think Larry and Balky would be an excellent tag team, and then they could stand tall on the wings of their dreams, just like that theme said. (laughs) Yes, right. Uh, (laughs) Kevin Steet says that he's just glad we're getting an Italian stereotype back in WWE. It's been a while. Uh, yeah, like especially this kind of stereotype because we had uh, whatever who was the guy with the cobra, that guy, uh, that guy, oh, Santino, very, uh, Santino. That's a very different kind of Italian stereotype. Uh, but uh, yeah, I feel like it's been a long time since, since the Mama Lukes. So I've mean, been a bit a long time since since who was Big Vito? I think that's who that was. <laughs> um, uh, super sick bud Ryan says the super chat goes out to my guy with the 2004 vignette and gimmick. Tony Gabagool, hey, forget hey. about it. Forget about it. I'm walking over here. I cannot wait to do that voice every week. You're going to get so Between that and Von Eric, Von Wagner, Van Dam, oh, you got you got accents. Oh, you boy, got accents, it's going to be buddy. fun. It's going to be ben fun. Ben Trapp. I think, uh, and, and some stupid punk says that he thinks the reason that it, he's from Chicago and not New York is, is because uh, Vincent uh, McMahon seems to think that CM Punk is over because he's from Chicago. And that's okay, what it but is. So, then yeah. use the Midwest accent. No, 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 no. Because if you're, if you're in the mob, you can only talk that way. Um, that's a very I, good point. Yeah. Shame uh, on me, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Mark Losper says, uh, take, uh, take his money for a perfect stranger reference in 2021. Uh, you're, right. you're welcome. I got you. Want to talk step by step? You want to send money for that I'm all day? Give me yeah. that TGIF lineup. The Roundhouse. We were talking Nickelodeon before. Let's yeah. go all day. Yeah. Uh, NXT uh, makes me sad, so I'll talk about nineties and two thousand. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about things that don't make us sad. Um, at some point during the night, I forget when this was. We saw Kyle O'Reilly get beat up in the locker room via a, a security cam uh, beat up by uh, gently beat up by, um, by Pete Dunn and, uh, and uh, Rich Holland. And then he was saved by some weird hulking man. We, we, who was this person? Well, thank God he was there to save Kyle O'Reilly. Certainly this person is nondescript and will not come into play later in a very big way. 
Yeah. Uh, we all thought to ourselves. Um, <sighs> um, so, so, so then we got we got uh, the Creed brothers. We got uh, AOP 2.0. We got um, uh, the Caucasians of Pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they came out. Uh, uh, they're they're doing a thing now where they're like they they hit each other to fire each other up. Um, and uh, I do think they have a lot of potential. I do. I've never heard one of them speak yet, and that worries me. But they're they're like for 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 two lumbering sacks of flour. They they do they they do seem to have a lot of potential in the ring. But uh, but uh, but again, I don't I don't know what what else there is to them. They they beat up two more of the jobbiest jobbers over job to job, uh, and that's fine uh, and good. They they won. They do the thing with the. Uh, I love that that <laughs> Wade Barrett calls the finisher what I would call the finisher, which is the unnecessary clothesline. It is. It's just an unnecessary clothesline. It's just it's just overkill. Um, and I and I like that a lot. Um, and uh, so we have uh, Bivens. Cuts a promo for them. He puts them over the Creed brothers, uh, and then uh, he calls her uh, calls this woman who's with them Ivy Nile, uh, and she is just a pair of biceps with a chain around her neck. I don't. We don't know anything about her. She she missed her cue. She stepped forward and flexed too early, and then she stepped back. And Malcolm later was like, "Okay, step forward and flex for him, sweetheart." And then she does, and it was like, "Okay, well, if you hadn't." like called attention to the fact that she did it wrong the first time i might not have noticed it but it was like it was like no no now you flex and if it's just like mm, uh we'll, we'll we'll see how all this does but i do like that uh kushida comes back uh and he wants roddy strong and roddy strong wants him and malcolm Piven says how about next week and kushida looks at his watch that doesn't actually wear uh and so we're getting that that's what that's the big match so far um that is uh, scheduled for next week. They didn't mention anything about the women's championship, which felt like if they pushed it back because they didn't want two championship matches on the same first episode, which, you know, why not do it anyway? Then if they pushed it back, you would think they would push it back to next week. And no, they're not doing that. That uh, tie of Valkyrie, Frankie Monet versus Raquel match is not happening. They also did not have a women's match on SmackDown. Like, we're just cutting women's matches from cards now. That was really bad because there were no other ones, and I can't even get into the Zelina thing. That's sour grabs after this. Um, yeah, I... So Ivy Dial looks like a little badass, and I'm excited about that. For the person that super chatted, I didn't know WWE was watching AEW. Sure seems like there's a lot of stables all of a sudden. Yeah, it does, huh? And part of that, I think, is their own doing because Undisputed Air is not a thing anymore. And that was the hottest thing that they had in a really long time. So they're maybe trying to figure out a way to create that magic again. I'm a huge proponent of stables. I understand people getting stable fatigue, but Malcolm Bivens should be assembling a team of ass kickers, despite like that these aren't the people that I would logically believe he would go pick. Um, him managing a bunch of people is a really good idea. So I will take that. As far as the giant sacks of flour go, I think they're going to be great too. But I also feel like anybody that's been like a good collegiate wrestler has not gotten their due on the roster. Dolph Ziggler, Shorty G, uh, people like that. So I'm not like 
hopeful, but I do think they're good. And man, when their brother Fred shows up to split them up, mm -hmm. that's going to be something else. It's going to be something else. It's so true. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Mark Preventure says that he loves Mark Sterling, but in a perfect world, Stokely Hathaway will be managing Jade Cargill and suing uh -huh. to get his name back from Chuck Taylor. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, and Dark Saturday uh, has one of the best super chats uh, that I've ever read. He says that the Creed brothers should be called the authors of plain. <laughs> okay, that's plain... one of the best super chats in super chat history. The only thing I don't like about it is it makes me real mad. I didn't think of it myself, yeah. Yeah. which means that it's a great super chat because yeah. I yeah. pride myself on being a yeah. pundit. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, uh, so, uh, so we're going back a little bit to Carmelo Carmel Hayes and, and the, and <laughs> Mandy that, uh, nerd guru says Vince is up to 2006 now in pop culture. So his references to Carmelo Anthony and mean girls, the faction. Yeah, there you go. It's so true. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Sean Blanford, uh, says that Tony D'Angelo needs to come out with deep dish pizza and not New York style. Uh, hey. true. uh, <laughs> Hey, look over here with my deep dish pizza over here. I like I like the deep dish because it feels like lasagna. My mom, my mama's baked ziti. Yo, hey, over here. What do um, we got over here? Look at what we got over here. If, A if, deep dish if, pizza. If his catchphrase needs to be "Look at what we got over here." Like that's I I need it. If it's not, I'm gonna make it. Um, that's what he's gonna say every week. Um. So, oh my god, could you imagine that on commentary? Oh, oh, oh buddy. Oh, hey, forget about it. Um, <laughs> look over uh, here at the yeah. suplex. Eh? Oh, well, he got a big old backdrop over here. My god, he's in a cross face. Look how cross his face is. Oh, my god, don't pay suicide. So bad, so bad. Uh, we create fun. They didn't give we, it to us tonight, we, so we're creating fun. So just, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Leonza Duncan says it was for her. Uh, for it was remember it was the, the the best NXT in weeks, and they were very doubtful. Well, I'm so happy for you. So happy that you enjoyed it because it's going to be here whether we like it or not. Mm -hmm. Um. <laughs> Uh, Ralphie Ace uh, says uh, uh, that he's just catching up on the show. The hurricane left us without power for a bit down here. Get uh, Hopefully you guys are okay down in Texas. Uh, he said, enjoys the new NXT. I'm all for WWE trying new slash fresh. I agree. They should always try new slash fresh. I just think the new slash fresh should be good. But yeah, I this didn't feel this new or fresh good. to me. This felt like raw. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, Sean Blanford talks about uh, Eric uh, Rockhard Shins. Uh, that uh, he said, if you want to have a rock hard takeover, you need rock hard shins and blue chews. Um, <laughs> Sean, and, by uh, the way, to his credit, did change his handle, so I'm real oh, happy good, about that. Good, I'm glad. Uh, Zeke Jackson uh, says that uh, uh, the, we look great. Uh, thank you, thank so you. Much. I know, M yeah, MCLK. Okay. <laughs> Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, Trent Hill says, "Here's one for step by step in my memories of my childhood crush, Allie Lambert. Ah, she was she was hot." Uh, hashtag Kalex. Oh, I lost my mouse. That's not good. Whoa, it's bad. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it's. <laughs> 
Charlie Davis says it's wild how Adam Cole and the UE never existed. Well, Kyle O'Reilly never existed because uh, because William Regal is interviewed backstage and they are like, uh, so unfortunately, uh, Kyle O'Reilly will not be able to compete tonight. He's not clear by medical. So uh, to to <laughs> to replace him, I've drawn a name out of a hat. No, just kidding. Uh, the, the, the nondescript large gentleman you saw in the security footage saving him, uh, he will get his spot. It's his, it's his first match ever on NXT. And, and Vaughn Wagner will get his spot. And, and, and Vaughn Wagner came out, and I, I thought he was doing, like, hello, my name is Vaughn Wagner. And I was like, is that? Because that's Cal Bloom. That's Matt Bloom's kid. I, does he talk like that? I, I, don't, I honestly don't know. But it's uh, so it's Cal Bloom, but now he's Von Wagner, uh, and and you've never seen him before. And if you have, you know that's not Von Wagner, that's Cal Bloom, and he gets his first ever match, is a title match. And at this moment, I was like, "Holy shit, they're gonna put the title on this guy!" And I was very glad that didn't happen, but I was sure of it in that moment. Yeah, uh, that's exactly what I thought was going to happen, especially because of the way the show started. I was like, oh, that's going to be their new thing, isn't it? Like people that were supposed to get these opportunities uh, that are instead going to be dominated by green, not as good talent. But I'm, I'm with you. I had I was very nervous, but I'm glad they at least understand that it's probably a good idea to put the title on someone as established and aware as Ciampa, especially right. the way it got vacated coming off of Samoa Joe, uh, if they want anybody to tune in next week and just to have it on somebody that knows what they're doing and that, you know, you have a lot of carryover crowd. I would hope that these people are going to at least have a recognizable champion since the rest of the show, not so recognizable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very odd thing to be like, <sighs> yeah, uh, Leonza Duncan, I'm sorry, uh, yes, uh, Leonza, I'm sorry, I've, I've never seen that name before, uh, he says, I'm a male, and this was not Raw, I hate Raw, well, li listen, uh, I also hate Raw, this to me felt a lot like developmental for Raw. This is what that felt like to me. But yeah, and not even just like vibe-wise, not even because of humor or anything, the booking, like on a substantive level, on an actual critical le level, like this isn't us just ranting, like a lot of the booking decisions that happened, uh, the no finish into a, a six-woman match like is, is old raw, <laughs> like coming new again. Like there's a lot of things that just the way that they told stories tonight felt like raw, not just because of the colors and like matters of taste, but literal ways that they were executing storytelling and matching is what they're doing on raw right now. I don't like that on raw and I don't like it here. I am attached to a lot of the talent here and I liked some of the things that happened in ring today. That's also kind of true on raw and is definitely true on SmackDown. So uh, I, I, break with Alex on this for for like reasons that you can actually tangibly feel in in this episode. Um 
so uh, back, back, back to Tony D'Angelo over here. Uh, that, that, that it looks like uh, the Sopranos is basically the idea of this. And uh, Luis uh, says that it uh, looks like Vince saw the trailer for the new Sopranos movie. Uh, and that honestly, uh, somebody might have shown him that, and and that's why we're doing uh, that's this. That's it. Uh, and, but make it Chicago. Yeah, but make it Chicago because that's the that's the that's the key. New and um, different. So yeah, fresh. So so fresh and new and different. Um, uh, Mike Preventure says that uh, uh, Von Wagner is Duke Tensil. Den te Duke Tensai. That's that. Duke Tensai. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> I like that. Uh, and J.W. Pringle says uh, Wagner looks like a wrestling buddy that came to life. Uh, <laughs> that's exactly what he looks like. That's kind of like that. Um, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, hashtag Ollie or wrong place, wrong time backstage. Um, yeah, him being pulled from this thing kind of sucks, uh, yeah. spe specifically for him because of the whole 16 years thing and because they had been pushing him for months and months and months as a guy who needs his his title shot and needs his title reign to like do the whole thing. But like Bobby Fish is gone, MLW, uh, Adam Cole is, is gone, uh, AEW. Uh, and I, I don't know when his contract is up, but for his sake, I hope it's soon because there's no way this he just needs to stick around for this. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I don't know what their plans are. I can't see them choosing him to be champion over uh, Braun Breaker. So, like, it's just, you know, that's just the thing that I just don't, I don't feel like it's a, yeah. Um, the match. The match was, like, like Mr. Wagner uh, held his own fine. He's yeah. very big. Threw some dudes around the ring. Didn't look out of place necessarily. Uh, within the match, and that's not the problem. The problem is, is, like, who the hell is this guy? Where did he come from? Why is he getting a title match in his first ever match? William Regal would never do that. No. That's not a thing William Regal would ever do. So to have him do it seems out of out of place at, at best. Uh, yeah, it was just a very, um, very odd decision. To, to, to me, make. there's an incredibly simple solution and that's you just have Samoa Joe go put this guy over. That's it. That's all it takes. I had to vacate the title. Um, and you know what? Like, it's a new era of NXT. And there's this new guy. And let me tell you about him. And let me be Samoa Joe and put him over super organically and really well. And then all of a sudden, he feels very important. Because this guy who didn't even lose the title, who everybody loves, who's the only three-time champion, is advocating for him. That's all it would have taken was, like, four sentences out of Samoa Joe to justify him being there. It's such an obvious story to me. I don't understand why it didn't like click to them, but I guess because they don't care about storytelling as much anymore. That's like the only conclusion I can draw, but it's so easy. We are like, this guy is now a clean slate. We've changed his name to something terrible. Um, but he's this new guy. And all you have to do is be like the guy that had to relinquish the title could go put him over and say, New era, new dude in the match. That's it. So simple. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree. It's just a weird thing to have. <sighs> why this? Yeah, really why... worked up about that, and now I'm looking at how I look and like <laughs> me getting passionate about. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's such a weird deal to to just have this guy come out of nowhere and get a title match. Thank God they didn't put the title on him, but I honestly thought they were going to. I thought so too. Um, before when it was going to be those four people, my, my thought was this, it should be Champa. It should be Champa yeah. because he never lost the belt. 
Uh, he's got a, he's got a history uh, with the belt itself. Um, he's already feuding with Pete Dunne. So you put the title on Ciampa. You can have Dunne take it off of him at the next takeover. So you get Ciampa gets that moment where he gets to be champion again. It's very important, I think, to OG fans that Ciampa gets his due and gets that title back. Then OG fans also want Pete Dunne to be champion. Pete Dunne just signed a new deal. He's here for the long term. So he's going to get to be champion. Otherwise, I don't think he signs that deal. No. I think he's got some assurances. So he takes it off of Ciampa. They're already feuding. Perfect. Then you can do whatever you want after that. Like I thought you would have O'Reilly chase. O'Reilly chase uh, Pete Dunne. Because I thought O'Reilly was probably going to get it. No, he's not. No, he's not. No. Um, uh, and I thought that was what you do. And I still think you can do the parts one and two. You can do Ciampa is now champion. Now you can have him drop it to Pete Dunne at the next takeover. That's fine. Uh, Pete Dunne is a gets to be champion for a while, let's say. And then you build Braun Breaker, which appears to be a way that they're moving so that he can be the guy who takes it off of Pete Dunne. Um, that, and then he'll feud with Von Wagner. And that'll be us talking about a main event feud between Braun Breaker. And Von Wagner around, let's say, Royal Rumble time, because I think they're going to make this happen quick. Um, and yeah, that's 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 where that's where we're headed. Um, I, I don't like it, but I feel like that's where we're going. I love that Tommaso Ciampa won. I love the moment in the match where he did that uh, thing to the outside, that twisting plancha on everybody, and then like yes. pulled himself up on the on the table and like did a little like gave nosies to Goldie on the table. I thought it was really cute. And I'm so happy he gets to have Goldie again. And yeah. I just don't know for how long, uh, because we'll talk about the wedding last. Watching the wedding after the whole thing, you see Ciampa watching the wedding from backstage. And then, Bra and then Braun Breaker comes up and says, congratulations, champ. Tomas Ciampa says, congratulations on your first win. And then they then then they stare, stare each other down over the belt. Uh, and like that... That seems too early for Braun Breaker. I feel like he's not the next champion. Maybe he's the no. two champions from now. Because that's I'm I'm trying to I'm tr I'm just I I know what I'm watching, and and I, I don't like it. Uh, Sawyer says that he saw the name Braun Breaker on Twitter an hour ago, and he's still laughing. Uh, but at least it's better than the Viking experience. Yeah, it's kind of a toss up to be honest. <laughs> The two Ks is the deal breaker for me. The two Ks. It's Braun Breaker. It's not Braun Breaker. It's Braun Breaker, and that's not enough. That's not good. Some stupid pump says they still he legit feels bad for Triple H. He's got a he's got a lot going on without worrying about his brand getting treated like this. I loved and respected what he made. Yeah. Where do you think Eric Hardshins fits into the title picture? Well, you know he's he's I think. It all depends, you know, like how hard are those shins? You know what I mean? Because he might be able to like, you know, shoot, break a dude's nose. That might be fun. That's um, true. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Marco Dominguez with another Tony D'Angelo tweet uh, or tweet. Su super chat. Uh, chances of Nunzio and Johnny Stamboli references at some point. Uh, 100%. On this show? 475%. Yeah. One. <laughs> Hundred um, percent. Mark Losper says that given that Vince has made the show incredibly Vincey already, 
why do you reckon he didn't actually put the belt on dude McDooderson, uh, who's Von Wagner? Um, I, I think uh, that personally, I think this is a way that they're, they're not idiots uh, in, in a lot of ways they are, but they're, but they're not, they recognize that there's going to be a transition period between this to the, to, to where, where they're going to go. And it helps keep the OG fans around. Yeah. While you're finding new fans who love bright colors and shiny things, you got to keep some old fans around. And the way to do that is to do uh, uh, Tommaso Ciampa is champion again story. Uh, and I feel like that's the best way to do that. I feel like everybody, everybody who loved NXT, loved it, um, and watched tonight hoping maybe it was going to be good. If they put the title on Von Wagner in his first match ever, they're never, 95% of them are going away forever. I feel like you lost a lot of them. Yeah. But you kept a good chunk because you put the title on Tommaso Tampa and Goldie's back where she she belongs, and we can we can find out where we're going from here. Um, but uh, I feel like you 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 can't do the dude McDooderson title reign just yet. No, and I think maybe I'm giving Vince too much credit, but I think he knows that you have to have someone that at least has a little bit of experience doing this as your champion. Like the, the role of the champion is to put over other people. You need to have someone that knows what they're doing. And if the original plan was supposed to be to have Samoa Joe do that, like the next best option is Ciampa. The only thing that bums me out about this is I don't think we're going to get the I never actually lost it story kind of like in full force because they don't want to acknowledge that. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the only bummer because that feels like a very natural, organic, but pro wrestling story. So I don't think we're going to see it, but Ciampa's actually absolutely the right guy. And the other thing is he, though older, he's he, he's a brute of a dude like if that's the direction they want to head he's an incredibly physical guy and incredibly hard hitting so he scratches the vince mcmahon itch in that way so i think uh that that works for yeah. those reasons yeah uh a13 car guy says he loves how the announcer said that von wagner was an aspiring nxt superstar he's in the main event once you once you're in the main event you no longer aspire to be anything that you, you've you're there now like like this weird, I feel like this is the beginning of, of a, Hey, these PC kids, like, we'll see what happens. Like when, when Braun Breaker won his, his, his match and he went backstage, he was being congratulated by a whole bunch of people I've never seen before. Why do I care what they think? Like when Braun break, when, when, when John Cena had that match versus Kurt Angle, he went backstage and didn't handshake with a bunch of guys I'd never seen before. He got put over by the damn Undertaker. Find somebody. Like, hey, you have Damian Priest who's in the building. Maybe Damian Priest is a guy who shakes Braun Breaker's hand and says, hell, that was pretty good. Like, maybe you do that. It's a weird thing to, like, have, like, him being, being like, you know, dapped up by a bunch of guys I've never seen before. Yes, but is that the high five you're the leader of our new era thing is that them you know what i mean like oh, yeah man probably. it's the new kids time probably. it's 2.0 probably yeah uh when it was a duncan clarifying 
uh, the only ones that he knows with his first name are family. He's the fourth. Leon's a Duncan the fourth. I myself am also the fourth. I'm Alex Pulowski the fourth. So we have some, we have that in common, uh, even if we don't uh, both love NXT. Uh, <laughs> so then we get the wedding, the wedding of the century, uh, which was cute and fun and didn't have anything crazy happen during it. I mean, Dexter choked out the priest. There you go. But I feel like that was that was planned. That was obvious. We all knew that was going to happen. Um, at one point, they said, "Do you have like? Will you? Does anybody here like have any reason they should, two should not be wed?" And a bunch of people raised their hand. So Dexter opened his jacket, and there was a shiny hatchet Jacks. in his jacket. And they were like, "Oh, okay." So they're really leading into the whole he's a serial killer thing. Um, uh, and, and yeah, I, I, I think that, that this was all fine. Like he, he doesn't say the, say the vows or whatever, um, because, you know, he doesn't speak. Uh, he just, he just uh, gives, gives, gives one of these, uh, uh, but then he does say I do, which I thought was good, good enough. Um, I, uh, yeah, this is okay. You know, uh, Beth Phoenix has take over for the passed out priest. She she said she got ordained as minister last night. I like that they filled that little little loophole, uh, Me so too. it's all nice and legal. Um, she named the URL and everything. Yeah, there was some weird stuff like Andre Chase, um, like decided to stand up and say something, and then Odyssey Jones put him back in his chair. I don't understand what that hell that was. The crowd loved this shit. Yeah, they were into it. It was great. Like I, I'm all for anything that makes wrestling fans happy in 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 the like in the actual live experience, and they were they were loving this thing. This was fine. I, I thought there was going to be something more to it, especially since it was the main event and went on after you crowned the new champion. Like I understand they had to take down all the ring ropes. Like you can't take them down then put them back up. Yeah. So I understand, I guess, why this had to go last, but. Nothing really. There was not a big reveal. Nobody came out and said, "I'm actually Dexter Loomis's wife." Like nothing, none of that. And there was, there was no. This was, this made, this made the 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 Lana and Bobby Lashley wedding look like explosive by comparison. <laughs> yeah. So there were a few things in here that I liked. I like that Indy Hartwell saw Dexter Loomis murder someone in front of her eyes. And didn't care. This isn't a hidden secret about him anymore. Yeah. And to me, it seems like she knew this about him mm -hmm. from the beginning. And I just loved that fact that she was still so excited to be marrying this guy, even though he choked out their minister. Like, that cracked me up. Her actual vows, like the things that she said in them, that you're always looking out for me and stuff like that. I thought that was really fun. A, a wrestling wedding where nothing happens is kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. I thought returning Austin Theory would do something here, but maybe they're hoping that that tides us over to next week. Uh, I, Dexter Loomis selling the I do, I thought was fantastic. Mm -hmm. I'm just, they're just happily, they're just happily married. So I'm, yeah. I'm assuming that there's going to be some sort of hijinks. Maybe Beth Phoenix gets murdered next week because she wasn't actually ordained in 24 hours or something or, like, or, or Indy disappears. And, and being like, oh, what what happens? Like, basically, is the so it's uh, so Joey says it's so I married an axe murderer. You know, like basically, yeah. it's, it's that it's the it's the plot of that, and so we'll we'll see. Like, uh, like is he really gonna kill her? Like, you know, yeah. uh, that that could be interesting. 
here's another thing. I, I, I've always been like, what's the ceiling for, for Dexter Loomis? Like as, as a wrestler. And I don't, I don't know that it has to be that high, but I love him. Uh, I do feel like the act could get stale. So here's what I want in, in keeping with our uh, old 90s sitcoms. Every time there was a character that like had a very obvious, this is my gimmick. Uh, occasionally they would have a special episode where that character would get conked on the head and have amnesia. And or, or or act completely different. So it'd be interesting if, like, you know, Dexter Loomis, who never speaks, if he like gets hit on the head by something, and then like he, I don't know, turns into like Niles Crane or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or or turns into like Tony D'Angelo's bodyguard, where he's like, you know, like like whatever. Like have him be like have him talk like William Regal. Think he is William Regal. Like all this ridiculous stuff you could do to make it funny. Because you're never going to actually put the title on the guy. So if you're going to do something goofy with him, find fun and interesting ways of Google uh, of googling of goofifying him. Of goofifying, I like that idea. Um, I'm trying to think. There's nobody that could like out murder him, right? Like nobody's okay. going to come back at him in a murder way. No. Uh, I'm I'm intrigued to see what happens. Does this set up him and Gargano maybe at some point? I mean, probably, I don't know. Gargano's contract is up very soon. Yeah. And he's one of those guys, I'm like, I think he's done everything he needs to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, I, 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 I thought Ellen Miller said like, he loves that uh, Johnny became John wrestling. It's a very, <laughs> it's a somber occasion. So he's John wrestling this evening. Uh, Mike Preventure says, uh, please, please, please call him Dexter Hartwell for the rest of his yes. WWE. Um, uh, Ryan Sullivan says, I just realized Kate looks like what I think Dexter's bride should look like. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, I should have uh, blood though, I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cliff Beard says that uh, they missed out on having Bischoff as the brief. No, Brish Bischoff does too much for AEW. I don't think they'd have him. Back. Yeah, no way. Nope. Um, no. Um, uh, Phil Felice says there was the zombie nobody mentioned. Like, I love that the zombie is like. In canon, a very good friend of Dexter Loomis, the zombie ref, who's I sitting, too. And sitting behind William Regal. Yeah, it's, it's very, very good. I, I, I thought that was all. <laughs> Damian Priest brings zombies with him. Yeah. Um, so they also uh, said that uh, that uh, that they, they when they referenced their like full names, that it was Dexter Gaylord Loomis. <laughs> um, and Michael Raleigh says, I realized it was a uh, reference uh, to Meet the Parents. But Gaylord was a joke at the expense of gay people then, and the same is true today. I won't be watching NXT or WWE again. Thank you for the show. All love. It did feel like a weird, like that's not his actual middle name. You chose a name that that you thought was funny, but why is that funny? So yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I would go that far, but certainly if that offends you to that to that moment, you make make your choice and leave. There's a lot of reasons to never watch WWE again. That if that's your personal one. Go ahead. I'm fine with that. Um, uh, the Nerd Guru says, shout out to Candice, who is glowing. She was? Yes, very much. Very much so. Uh, uh, I, yeah, that was that was true. So, uh, yeah, all that was 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 fine, I guess. A um, uh, couple, couple more. Uh, <laughs> Sean Blanford says, we're all going to laugh when, when, when Braun Breaker is WWE champion by WrestleMania 40. Uh, yeah, 40. 
39 maybe i don't know it's it's it depends depends on how when well, they want to fast track him um too bad there's no like kk roman numerals right that would work <laughs> i don't think there is as far as not that one though um uh james no. Bowrus says i wonder what nathan jones and brackets are doing these days they look great in the technicolor ring pal this show is sponsored by better help if you had an extra hour in your day what is the first thing that you would do read a book take a nap play some video games do something for a friend volunteer a lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time but the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, uh, so we, we we I think we mentioned that the uh, the Legends of the Hidden Temple monkey was was brass, but they say no, it's it's silver. It not is brass. No, 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 no. Isn't the silver monkeys the team name? Oh, the no, silver monkeys. Silver yeah. snakes. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thanks for fact checking me on that. Yeah, that's my but bad. But Maybe I did, just did, had. We did like the monkey. the yeah the brass Beastie Boys Freudian slip makes yeah. it better. Brass <laughs> monkey. That funky, that funky monkey. monkey. We're going to get pulled off. Yeah, we are. Uh, <laughs> the Nerd Guru uh, says that at least we have Arthur Ashe next week. As a fellow New Jerseyan like Kate, I am going and very hyped. You guys rule. Keep up the greatness. We intend to. Thank you. I'm going to AW Newark and Arthur Ashe because I oh. haven't been to a wrestling show in three days. So. <laughs> <laughs> and the final thing uh, is that uh, is. Uh, <laughs> uh, Vance, uh, Zach Barber says that now we got to sing the Perfect Strangers theme song. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know why. I mean, listen, I think that standing tall on the wings of my dreams. Let's not, let's not, let's not go into that. I I think fall on the wings of my dreams. It's very important that we understand that that sometimes the world looks perfect and there's nothing to rearrange. But sometimes you get a feeling 
Like you need some kind of change. Vince felt that we needed a change, which is why so, no matter what. Oh my gosh. This Alex, flame in my heart, like a long lost friend gives every dark street a light at the end. The rain and thunder, the wind and haze, I'm bound for better days. It's my life and my dream. Nothing's going to stop me now. Nothing's going to stop. Nothing's going to stop me now. Standing tall. Okay, so I do have to say, RJ City just does this as a gimmick. Yeah, it does. And you need to go to his Instagram because he just does dramatic readings of of '90s sitcoms. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, here's a shoot for you. There was like a real long time where my sister would just sing that into my voicemail if I didn't pick up. She kind of still does it sometimes, like especially because voice memos are a thing now, mm. where there would just be no context for the rest of the message, and she would just start, like just sing the perfect stranger statement yeah. to my phone. Because Balky was actually in a Broadway show, I think that's where that started. Mm -hmm. So uh, Mark Wasper says that uh, ha uh, Kate has pipes. That wasn't a great example of it, but I do actually take voice lessons and sing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aaron Miller says, "Any chance we get Big Papa Pump as Baby Steiner's manager?" Uh, Kevin C says it's past midnight, so it's official tonight. I'll be seeing Punk, Danielson, and Suzuki live. Congratulations! Me too. Um, <laughs> uh, I think I think that is that is all of the super chats. Thank you for all of them. It was so wonderful. It's the best way you can support us at Fightful. You can also leave a thumbs up on this video to help people find us on YouTube, and of course, subscribe to Fightful Select. Uh, where you can get great additional content like what Alex is about to go do right now, which is the paywalled uh, sour graps, which is one of, here's like genuinely a big part of why I became a subscriber to Fightful Select myself. It's worth it. <laughs> Michael Raleigh says, uh, I may have to tune into your NXT review for the vibes and Chicago accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, you do. Even if you don't watch NXT, you got to tune into this. No. My parents don't watch wrestling until then. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we got it. We got to set like a like a like a like a ceiling, a number of super chats uh, by like get to the certain one, and after we get to that level, then I then then all of a sudden I start doing all of them in a certain accent. Yeah. I don't know. Like every week, we're gonna have different ones. We so, didn't yeah. even get a Von Wagner accent, and that's definitely no, coming. I haven't heard him talk enough. Like I don't, I don't know. His name is Von Wagner, so I'm assuming like oh. his he's he's like Von Wagner, but like his he's Matt Bloom's kid. I don't think he has that accent. So like him putting it on would be a really weird idea. Uh, you don't have to pull a Tony Khan and let all of the toys out of the toy box at once. That can no. be a slow burn accent that comes down the line. It could, it could. It could be. It could be. All right. Oh, anybody. Uh, all right, everybody. That was NXT. And that was the first episode of NXT 2.0. Hey, cool. Make sure you come back next week to see the debut of me, Tony D'Angelo. And we're going to do that. Uh, so yeah, we're going to go uh, to the Sears Tower, eh? Yeah. <laughs> we'll get your Cubs game, eh? Yeah. Hey, I'm going to Wrigley Field away. Uh, anyway. Uh, thanks for, for tuning in and watching us. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. As you can tell, we're crazy. And we're going to continue to be crazy because the show is going to continue to drive us crazy. Let's all watch next week as there's an impromptu 
North American title match between uh, Swerve Scott and I don't know what who 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 else we got hanging out back in the in just random dude you've never seen before. It's an NXT title shot next week. Shane probably. Van sprained. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably. Yeah, that's probably what we're gonna do. All right, everybody. Uh, happy Braun Break occurred to everybody. Good night. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.